I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Jimbo. And this is Come Through Queen. I just met this girl. And you're going to spill your guts to her in the bathroom? Arise and shine. Rise and shine. Wow, you really put me to shame right away. No, I want... Let's sing it together. Arise Rise and shine. shine. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> Jimbo. What an open. Singing the song of the fall. Song of the fall. Song of the year. Song of... This decade now that Grammys we're closing it out. Grammys 2020. 11th hour song of the decade. Rise and Shine by Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. The remixes are out. They're out. Uh, the merch the is out. <laughs> is there merch? Have you seen I merch? I think you were clicking through on Kylie's story and she like had oh, a shot of like a sweatshirt and a t-shirt with I Rise mean, and Shine. I mean, she knows how to make Listen, money. Capitalize. <laughs> okay. She is the richest Kardashian-Jenner, I think. I believe that. I believe that. I think she might have like... Al sold Kim at this point. At this point, sure. I don't even know like what the context of that <laughs> <laughs> clip was. I just saw it appearing everywhere. Was she on like some sort of like was it like a home tour or something? Yeah, maybe it was one of those like Vogue Twenty One Questions or something. Right. I could be making that up. And she just like pops into her daughter's. Yeah, to wake up. Storm, stormy, stormy, not Stormzy. Stormzy is a, is a British rapper. <laughs> British rapper featured on Power by Little Mix. Yes, yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, 
Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. This I'm is so kind happy of almost here. like a annual thing at this point. I th- it think it's like. annual. Yeah. I think. I think my first time was maybe in twenty sixteen, maybe. And then, yeah, we were just talking earlier. This is my, I guess, my third mm. actual episode. We're not yeah. counting the Family Stone, yeah, extravaganza from last <laughs> December, which was which you just dipped into. I just kind of showed up, and I was like, sure, why yeah. not? Yeah. Um. I want you to stand up right now and say why you love yummy. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> what? Explain to me why that's back in our consciousness again. I... <laughs> so, I mean, Brendan loves bringing... Oh, you may notice Brendan's not here this week. Brendan, yeah. He is... He finally hung up the mic. <laughs> no, no. I, People I'm so like, proud to really... announce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud to announce that uh, I'm taking over. Wow. So we wish Brendan the absolute best on we this do. journey. We do. Um, no, Brendan's fighting for our rights, per usual. Yeah, fighting for our rights. Thank you for giving us those rights. Yep. Um, happy to have you here. It, yummy is a thing right now because Brendan loves what people refer to as like the dark seasons of New York. Okay. The the reboot season where it was like Carol, uh, Heather, and Aviva. Right. Season five. Five, yeah. yeah season yeah, yeah. five, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, all, and I feel like everyone has come around to Heather at this point. Well, yeah, I think, you know, looking back, she's recognized as, like, a legitimately good yeah. housewife that contributed. Sure. Right? Yeah. And I think she's given interviews since that she does not want to come back. Sad. So I'm not sure that's going to ever happen. Bummer. Um, but we still love Yummy, even though she's not, I'm pretty sure she's sold her stake in it and now is doing other ventures. If and you follow it's her on Instagram. still, Yummy is still out there. Yummy's still out there. Like a quick search of Yummy available on Amazon. Really? Yeah. In stores? Mm. In stores, not sure about. But like, what's in stores these days anyway? Not much. Like you could buy a mattress, you could buy a sofa. <laughs> stores are famous. Stores are over. Over. No, we love stores. Yes, we love a brick, brick and mortar. mortar. <laughs> we love a mom and pop. We love oh, Main okay. Street USA. We yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I mentioned a few episodes ago that I had the honor to attend Darren Brown, The Secret. Uh, Us, Darren Brown's Secret. Darren Brown's Secret is the actual title. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Darren Brown's Secret is a show that I'm working on here in New York. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is a mentalist, illusionist, hypnotist type from the UK. Mm. Um, not to put him in a box, but um, wildly famous in the UK. And yeah. he's making his kind of US, well, not his US debut, but his kind of big Broadway debut in this show. So yes, yeah. you guys came a couple weeks ago and... You reported on it. Yeah, um, we sure did. We sure loved did. it. Yeah. Uh, he also was on Kelly and Ryan earlier this week. So he he's was. making the rounds. He's making the rounds. Talk. Yes, he's going to be on PBS NewsHour coming up. We shot Jimmy Fallon a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, so the clip with Jimmy is on YouTube. So if you want to check that out. He's a really cool, interesting guy. And I think like, you know, you were there. His show yeah. is kind of unlike mm-hmm. anything else that's out there right now. Yeah. So it's called Darren Brown's Secret, but you have some... Secrets revealed. Secrets revealed in that <laughs> we've had some celebs come and we've had a couple like good sightings, namely one Jill Zarin a couple weeks ago. Very, or it was last very weekend. pertinent to, to this audience. Very pertinent to this audience, which is why I kind of wanted to lead with Jill. Um, yeah. yeah. She booked a last minute house seat. Okay. And um, yeah, so naturally, you know, I'm at the show every night, but mm-hmm. naturally I knew Jill was in the house. So I was like, just like posted up at the back of the orchestra, just like 
waiting for her to come in. Um, she seemed great. She was with that bald guy that yeah. is heavily featured on her Instagram, I yeah. believe. I don't know his name, but... Um, yeah, she can't... She Gary, can't, I want to say. Gary. He looks like a Gary. Looks like a Gary, yeah. Um, he came... <laughs> she came in with, like, very Jill Zarin energy. Just, like, a little manic, just kind of, like, constantly, mm. like, looking... You know, just yeah. just high energy, like, very sure. potent individual, yeah. Um, and, yeah, she took her seats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seemed displeased with where her seats were located, but, you know, she took her seats. Um, then at intermission, I, like, kept an eye out for her, and I was like, oh, my God. I don't see her. Yeah, like, you were reporting live to us. You thought she left at intermission? I did. I was like, oh my God, she hated it. Or but even better. It. But even better. She self-upgraded. She self-upgraded. <laughs> she took matters into her own hands like a true queen and <laughs> found some empty seats a couple rows ahead of her and just took them. She was like, great. These will why, do. Why not? Yep. There might have been people actually sitting there. <laughs> they, you know, people might have had those tickets, but she was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I think she deserves. She deserves. Yeah. No, she she deserves that. I certainly didn't stop it. Um, and then, yeah, we've had a couple others. We had Cara Delevingne, who was really wild. I yeah. had a wild night with Cara Delevingne. She was super sweet. <laughs> you um, partied all night with her? <laughs> no, I wish. Oh, my God, I wish. Um, we had the Clintons, which was featured on page six. Oh. Uh, they were in on Tuesday night. We what had, did page six have to say about them? Um, well, they led with, like, kind of a shady headline. Like, <laughs> here's what Bill and Hillary were doing instead of watching the Democratic debates. Like, they tried to make it, you know, it's, like, typical yeah, yeah, yeah. page six fashion. Just, mm. like, you know, like, they couldn't be bothered to watch the debates. They were sure. at this, like, Broadway show. But, um, no, All yeah. press is good press. All press is good press. Let me tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was the secretary, as, as we call her. Secretary, uh, President Bill, yeah. Chelsea. They were with Diane von Furstenberg, which oh was very <laughs> interesting. It was, like, it was a who's who. But um, they were all great. They were lovely. Loved the show. It was none of them. None of them got pulled on stage. No, unfortunately. No, no. Wow. and I mean, I mean, there's a certain aspect of nobody really gets like pulled on stage. You kind of like opt, oh, yeah. opt into it. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like nobody is forced against their will to come on stage. But they sure. were. No, they were great. They had a great time, and uh, we're happy to have them. So. Wow, love these secrets. Star studded at Darren Brown Secret. Yeah, I, I, any night you never know who's going to be there. You never know. You truly never know. So come see us. Okay. So um, this past weekend, Alex and I attended an event through the New Yorker Festival. Ooh, chic. And it was, I mean, what, what Alex presented to me as is, we're going to go see Billy Porter. Yeah. And as we're getting ready, I'm like, is he singing for an hour? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, what is this am I like, thing? Am I like going to be standing? Right. Where are we going? Right. So it was a conversation with. Cool. Yeah. So cool. it was like one of the New Yorker uh writers or whatever mm-hmm. talking to him for an hour and a half oh my god but you know billy sure he could have just like taken the stage and talked for an hour and a half 100 percent. like no need for a moderator yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> give him the mic yeah uh so with him like i i was worried it would veer into i don't like you know how like rupaul is like like knows it all a sure. little bit yeah no like for some reason like in my brain i thought like billy could be like that you mean like kind of like i feel a like a little Ru- preachy preachy yeah i feel like rue like kind of positions and postures himself in any situation you know to kind of make him seem however he wants to make himself seem yeah know? yeah but billy was not like that. billy was not like that billy was a delight sure i believe uh, it i totally believe it and it's interesting because like he's had a very long career yeah but he very much acknowledged like 
this has all been happening now for real right. for the past two years. Right. Despite the fact that he won his Tony back in like 2012, 2013. For Kinky Boots. For and Kinky Boots. I feel like we've talked about this on, on our group chat, but like, you know, I've been a Billy Porter stan since he was in the fucking Grease revival in like 1995. What? Yeah, he played um, the role. I don't know what the role is, but uh, that sings Beauty School Dropout. In oh, Greece. and this was like the, the angel, the angel, teen angel. Teen yeah, angel. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. the name of the character. Yeah, and this was a revival in like 1995 with Rosie O'Donnell, with Rosie O'Donnell as Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I saw it like three times when I was like fucking eight years old or whatever. Um, but he like sang the shit out of Beauty School Dropout. I just yeah. remember him just like wailing. He is such a talent, and he sang that beautiful song on the First Wives Club soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on the soundtrack. Love is on the way. Yes. Um. So I, I know, like. I, I, he definitely exceeded my expectations. I miss him. I miss Pose. I need more. Yeah. He like talked about Pose season three a little bit in terms of um, like he hopes and is excited for them to explore more of him being in a relationship. Yeah, totally. Because like he's like, this has not been seen on television. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, he talked about the, uh, the big Oscar moment because like he had that outfit when he was uh hosting the red carpet was like the tuxedo up top yeah into the, the big ball like gown. gown yeah the gown on the bottom yeah so like he <laughs> he mentioned um like he ahead of the oscars he talked to his good friend adina menzel who had her <laughs> oscar moment when john travolta like fucked adele dazim yeah, yeah famously yeah. uh and and he was like you've had your big oscar moment i'm about to have mine and like right. it happened. Yeah. And he and he openly acknowledged, like, yeah, let's go for the EGOT. Yeah. He should. Yeah. He should. He's but totally wonder, capable and worthy of like, it. What yeah. do you, like, do you think it'll be through like a musical two movie role? Okay, wait. So he has he has the T. He has all he has the E, he's got the G, he's got the He just so he needs the, the T. O. He just needs the O. I don't know. I mean, I think he's so talented that it could be either, you know. Like, I think, like, yeah, the obvious choice is, like, some sort of movie musical or some yeah. movie where he... Or it could just be, like, simply a, the song yeah, for a movie. That's or, true. I always forget that. Yeah. Uh, I, it could be... I, I would... It'd be wild if it's just, like, a purely acting job. Yeah. Or... Like, if he was just, like, did a stellar, just straight acting yeah. role. No, and, like, like not indie. music at all. Yeah, yeah. But he also talks about, like, so much of his career leading up to what's happening now right has been into writing and directing yeah so i wonder if maybe true he surprises us and gets like, it that way billy cannon should do, do it everything all. Yeah. literally <laughs> everything star so star. i thought we, that would be fun to touch down because like brent and i have talked a lot about how much we love pose on the podcast even though it took me a, a year <laughs> same no no i was a late adopter as well you know but, but once it was on netflix it was easier to, to jump in 100 percent. yeah i didn't really know what to do with fx i'm yeah. bad with that stuff but <laughs> you could barely wait. turn the tv on <laughs> truly um wait what was billy i just have to ask what was billy wearing at the talk oh um so interestingly enough you could actually catch what he was wearing mo- like a portion of it at least because while we were there he's like oh and i'm on snl tonight and then oh, no way. he was on SNL doing this. I don't know if you saw the skit where like, um, no, I'm sleeping on it. What's her, right what's now. her face? Kate McKinnon, like was doing the Elizabeth Warren and raised her, uh, wig and rose petals came out. They were like making fun of the, <laughs> Wait, are you LG- serious? they were making fun of the LGBTQ forum on CNN. And Billy <laughs> Porter was like, 
essentially playing his character on pose, like yeah. announcing each one, co- like, like each candidate, yeah, yeah, coming through like it was a ball. Elizabeth Warren. Took- <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. So Billy was wore like these like Swarovski crystal glasses, like a big ascot thing. Oh my god. Uh, a long trench coat nice. with like legs revealed. Yes. Yes. So it was an iconic fashion moment. Iconic and fashion a, moment. A big part Every of day talk, of his life, truly. A yeah. big talk was like about his iconic fashion moments over the past few years. Yeah. Netball, no. everything, you know. He's solidly like in that, you know. Yeah. Um, wow, what a cool experience. Yeah, it was, it was like much more than what I was expecting. Yeah. No, he's like... He's on the short list of people that I would love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with. Yeah. You know, just like such a fascinating guy. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of some fascinating things, this is squarely in your wheelhouse. This is in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Joe Giudice has been released to Italy. Back to the motherland. Back to the motherland where he is a citizen. That's right. Um, We got pictures via Gio Giudice. (laughs) Pictures, videos, Ev- this, a lot that. of content, splits, splits. Uh, I don't even know what some Kara- sort of fighting, karate, jujitsu. <laughs> I don't know, some sort of martial art. Yeah, a martial art. But Joe looks hot. I'll say oh. it. Oh, is Joe Gorga Ooh. getting a run for his money? I'll say it. Oh, watch out, Joe Gorga. Okay, let me catch everyone up. I'm sure most people know what's going on, but let me just catch everyone up and then we'll yes, discuss. Yes, no, no. Do the whole... Yeah, okay. Go for it. So People Magazine is reporting, Teresa Giudice wants to set the record straight. She did not cheat on her husband, Joe. On Wednesday, <laughs> a clip of the upcoming season of The Real Housewives of New Jersey appeared to show Teresa admitting she hooked up with someone. Now her lawyer is explaining the backstory behind the controversial comment. And her eldest daughter, Gia, called him upset about the super tease. James Leonard Jr. tells People, she and her sisters have watched both of her parents go to prison. They are right now dealing with the deportation of her father. And then the headline yesterday is that her mother admitted to kissing another man. The problem is, and it always is, nobody ever tells you the full story or the real story. The real story is that Teresa did kiss the man in the super tease. His name is Tony. She kissed him more than 30 years ago when they were in high school together. But nobody calls to ask. They just write the headline to get clicks. Leonard says he is furious by how Bravo edited the video and the media's coverage of it. He adds, they've been writing about cheating and divorce rumors for the last 10 years. But guess what? Nobody's cheating. Nobody's getting divorced. The truth, Teresa and the girls are going to see Joe the first week of November. They talk and FaceTime every day. Everyone is happy. No one is fighting. There's an amazing story of love and perseverance. (laughs) But I guess that doesn't sell magazines or get clicks on websites. Even if you don't like Joe and Teresa, think about their four daughters and please stop trying to destroy this family. They've been through enough. So in the clip, Teresa showed her fellow Jersey housewives a photo of a shirtless guy while out to dinner and said, he's the one I hooked up with. Later, her brother Joe Gorga met up with Teresa and the man who appeared to be the same one in the photo. Joe asked, were you guys messing around? The man said, we might have kissed. So while she might not have cheated, Teresa admitted she wasn't happy in her marriage, telling co-star Jennifer Aiden she doesn't know if she's still in love with Joe. And she then told sister-in-law Melissa Gorga, I haven't been happy in so long, and I just want to be happy again. Mm. Finally, she told Danielle Staub, I feel like I'm living the worst nightmare ever, adding that she feels like drinking a bottle of tequila every night. Same. (laughs) All of this comes at a time when Joe's future in the U.S. remains in question. 
The 49-year-old reality star is currently living in Italy, awaiting his final appeal in his ongoing deportation battle. He's mm. been away from the home he shares with Teresa and their four daughters since he began a 41-month prison sentence for mail, wire, and bankruptcy fraud in March 2016. And the spouses haven't lived in, under the same roof since she began, she began her prison sentence for the same crimes in January 2015. Actually, I would like to call that being wrong because she came home and they were home together for like a month. That's for and like then, a minute, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's incorrect. Uh, <laughs> though Joel, Joe has lived in the United States since he was a child, he never obtained American citizenship. And immigrants can be deported if they are convicted of a crime of moral turpitude or an aggravated felony, according to U.S. law. Um, he's appealed twice so far, but denied both times. A final ruling is expected in November. Um, while Teresa has publicly stood by her husband thus far, she has been realistic about their fate of their marriage, should he be deported, admitting on the reunion last season that she's not doing a long-distance relationship. Wow. Wow. That's if a you, lot. If you didn't know, now you know. Now, Truly, I did not know, and now I yeah. know. Um, wow. That statement from the lawyer seems... A little too hefty for, like, what that was, well, right? so, ever since... He's been their lawyer, I want... Like, since the whole... The crimes. The crimes have been yeah. uh, litigated. Right. So, whenever right. something pops up, anything, any, even when it's, like, not even about legal issues, like, kind of about the show or the right. relationship... He chimes in. He's like their spokesperson. Yes. He's like their public like he is. what would normally be like a publicist spokesperson. Except like he's clearly doing it for his business. Correct. Like to keep his name in the rags. Right. You know? Totally. Um did you see the clip where this all went down? No, I didn't. Okay. I'd have to watch that. So yeah, it's, yeah. what's interesting is they released the trailer a month ago. Uh-huh. Uh a week ago they released like a random scene from the upcoming season, just completely out of context. Right, right. Just dropped it one day online. And then this past week, they released this, it's essentially um, a super tease slash clip how the season's going to open. Mm. And then it's going to be like three months earlier after... Some sort of explosive event. Well, it's just like a whole myriad of events. Got like. It. Teresa's saying all the stuff that was mentioned in this article. So, okay. Yeah. So she's saying, so they're saying that what she was actually talking about was someone she kissed 30 years yes. ago. So but Bravo was editing it to make it seem like she cheated in the moment. Yes. In present time. But at the same time, the article mentions three different things she was saying to castmates about like, Correct. How unhappy she is with her marriage. Which is perfectly understandable because, like, Joe is a known pig. He's been in prison. <laughs> he's been in prison for 41 months or whatever. Except, and like, he, except you don't think he's a pig anymore, huh? He's still a pig. He's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. he looks good. A, a sexy yeah, pig. Yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> and, like, okay, he looks... Okay, just to qualify, <laughs> he looks so much better than he used to. Yeah. That's, that's really, mm. truly what I mean. Yeah. He used to be just, like, a meat wall. And now he actually has, like, you know... So Jersey, Jersey is one of your favorites. Jersey and Correct. OC. Jersey and OC are what a, what a combo. What a combo. I know. Well, Jersey, I can explain. I grew up very much in the part of Jersey where Housewives takes place. Like, yeah, my grandfather had a house in Franklin Lakes when he was alive. Like, I grew yeah. up, you know, I grew up two towns over. They shot. A lot of season one and two in my hometown. Like, this is just very much my pocket of Jersey. You've been so, to Posh. I've been to Posh. Well, no. I've never actually <laughs> been inside of Posh. I've driven past 
the new posh mm. many a time because it's okay. in Allendale, which is like two minutes from my parents' house. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, I just, I feel a very special connection to Jersey just because like, you know, they're my people or so it seems. What do you feel about this past season, the season coming up, thoughts, feelings? Um, I don't know. I like... I don't know. Jennifer's coming back, right? Everyone's back. Everyone's back. It's the same exact cast, right? Yeah. Excited for more Jackie. Oh, yeah. Because this will be her second season, yep. correct? Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what her, like, second season Second season's always great. Yeah. yeah. I think she'll, like, she'll have found her stride. Yeah. What's, remind me, what's going on with Danielle? She's, like, so kind of popping in and out? So she was a friend of last season. Right. She's a friend of, again, this season. Last season, she was essentially um, Teresa's soldier. Mm-hmm. And if what the magazines and websites are saying, they start off friends and now Teresa's done with Danielle too. So I think Danielle, like by the end of the season is just out. So this might be her final. Yeah. I think this is like the final. This will be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. 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 Sad. Yeah. I mean, hey, she's. (laughs) But like Teresa definitely seems a little bit looser. Okay. Right now in terms of like saying things that she would have never said before. Interesting. I think admitting on the reunion that. She doesn't want a long distance relationship was kind of like yeah. the huge leap for her. She's less like rehearsed, less yeah. edited, more just just saying real. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. And yeah. she hasn't been like since all this legal stuff started happening, which was right. many seasons ago. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of dip back in a little bit. I know. Margaret's still Margaret. Margaret uh gets attacked by Danielle on the trailer. Oof. She's going after Teresa, calling her a bad mother, which Ooh, is damn. Which is probably the worst thing you could say to Teresa. That's, yeah, and that's a low fucking blow. Yeah. Excited for a uh confessional. That's uh, queen. <laughs> give her a tomato. Give her a meatball. What do they have? I don't even know. Both. <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> a, a meatball dripping with tomato just sauce. Just dripping with tomato sauce. Yeah. Ugh. I'm ready. November. When the first Wednesday in November. Perfect. First so we're just a few weeks away. Nice. Damn. Yeah. Coming up. No, I'm into it. I'll be tuning in for sure. Okay. So besides, interestingly enough, besides OC and Jersey, you are into Vanderpump Rules as well. I'm a Pump Rules fan for sure. Like yeah. I don't think you really are that into Beverly Hills besides like the first two seasons. Yeah. No, early seasons Beverly Hills fan. I've I kind of fell off, you know, after. I don't know. I feel like I kind of fell off with a lot of Housewives seasons around the same time, but mm-hmm. I've slowly been kind of like adding them back into my but, diet. But Beverly Hills, I heard for so long, was so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's been bad for, I would say bad since Brandy left. But right. then I, even since like Yolanda left. Right. Like Yolanda was kind of interesting. She was interesting. Yeah. But then I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I just, I've been hesitant to even try it just because I've heard so much. Yeah. We're adding two new girls, as you may know, Garcelle and Sutton. Sutton, yes. Yeah, so we're curious to see how... This could be like the reboot they need to some extent. Totally. Without LVP around. Yeah, LVP's gone, right? Fully gone. Fully gone. Yeah. Not even featured. Not friend. Like not... Not even... Not going to be on this season. I'm sure they'll probably talk about her one way or another. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But let's get to the Vanderpump Rules gossip that came out. Let's, Let's get into it. Okay. Okay. Page six is reporting Saucy Schroeder is unapologetic about taking a break from her old pal, Kristen Duty. Saucy said on our podcast last week, if taking a break from someone is a bitch move and that it makes me nasty, then I don't give a fuck. 
straight up with Stassi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ended that wrong. <laughs> I thought she was just promoting the podcast in the middle. Straight but, up with Stassi. And that she is prepared to look like the asshole when season eight of Vanderpump Rules premieres and shows in detail why the former BFFs are fighting. She added, am I going to look like an asshole in this situation or is she? I have no idea. I'm prepared to look like the asshole. But whatever it is, I'm like, listen, I have to take care of my own mental and emotional health first. Wow. Fans first noticed when cast members were feuding when Duty was absent from a group trip to Las Vegas in July. She also did not attend Stassi's engagement party. Despite taking some time off from their friendship, Stassi admitted, it doesn't mean that I don't care about her. I absolutely do. Sometimes you just need to, sometimes you just can't be in the same room with someone without wanting to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Duty shared on the Be Here for a While podcast that she and Schroeder have clearly had a falling out, but explained that she is still unsure why it happened. Judy said, I don't totally understand it, and I hopefully and hopefully I will find a way to understand it and also find peace with it because it is really hard, especially going through my breakup with Carter. That I am sure lasted far too long for so many people, but I'm sorry, it was my fucking relationship. However, over the weekend, Stasi and Duty were able to put their differences aside, at least for one day. On Saturday, they participated in a benefit brunch. For the cast's makeup artist, Jared Lipscomb, who is battling cancer. Wow. Wow. Okay, so we still don't know. Like, none of this addresses exactly why. Do we know what the, like, root, what, like, the root of the falling out is? So, Because, like, I feel like we can pinpoint when this happened. Like, right around when Stassi, like, got engaged, right? But... Well, that, that was... Well, apparently, like, it was even before that. The Las Vegas trip. Interesting. So I think I think what the reasoning is, they were kind of like piling on her for even last season, like being with Carter. Right. And then at the reunion, she said they were broken up. Right. But then they were back together. So, so, so Stassi was probably just like, I'm over this. Yeah. 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 So team duty as usual. Team? Like if that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, this seems like typical like... Kristen Stassi bullshit, right? Like, Stassi just, like, doesn't approve of something that Kristen yeah. is doing. And it's just like, mm, I'm over it. Like, we're taking a break. Like, blah, blah, blah. But it's so, like... And the, but, like, Kristen. Kristen needs her sister right now. She does. Like, she who needs she her have? sister. I'm so curious as to see who is going to be Kristen's ally. Rachel O'Brien. <laughs> Not a star. <laughs> well, that's that's the one who hosts that other podcast that she was on. Oh, I was going to ask. I was like, what is that podcast? Yeah, no, that's be a Rachel O'Brien original. Got it. Team Dodie. I hope that she is not demoted this year. But if she's like at the center of the drama like this, I would imagine she can't be demoted. And it could be a good... Well, wait, when did they break up? After last season? Carter? Yeah. Well, they broke up like... She went to the reunion saying we are broken up, got but it. then got back together with him got after it. the reunion. And I think they started filming shortly after the reunion. So for most of this upcoming season, it'll probably be her still with Carter. Yeah. Based on the timing, right? Yeah. Because I think they did announce official, official breakup, like maybe just a few months ago. I saw that Instagram post. She was just like sitting in her backyard, right? Yeah. And she like posted a paragraph just about breakups and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like her conscious uncoupling. Conscious uncoupling with with Carter. Yeah. Queen. No, Team Doty forever, honestly. Like, Stassi, like, whatever. I mean, I get it. It's just, like, another, like, chapter in their fraught friendship. But it's, like, 
whatever. It seems like baseless and just like Stasi being elitist and, you know, with her usual superiority complex, you know? Yeah, but like, I'm sure Duty, she's a good friend and like wants to be part of yeah. Stasi's yeah. engagement and wedding eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw Dodie's doing a live show in Detroit, I think. I think I saw this on her Instagram story with Rachel. Mm. So maybe it's like a comedy oh. gig or something, but... Or a live taping of their, of Rachel's podcast. Perhaps, yeah, it's something. But at first I was like... Because Stassi does, those, does like live shows, right? Oh yeah, Stassi's like She's full like touring, touring yeah. I think. Yeah. I should be her tour manager. Oh my God, do it. I should manage Stassi's tour. I should do it. Except that you've talked all this shit about her just now. <laughs> right, on record. Sorry, Stassi. We're never going to work together. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking forward to next season. I am. I am. I'm ready for them to be back in my life. I've been watching a lot of old. Mm. I feel like I've recently rewatched seasons one and two again. Classics. It's just like a warm blanket, mm-hmm. you know? Just like yeah. cuddle up with it. Yeah. I, I do hope they introduce some new characters. Because we do need some, like, fresh faces working at Pump. Well, Raquel gets a tray, right? Raquel gets a tray. My queen. And I think Sheena is getting a friend who may or may not be holding a tray. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're ready for some new blood. Last season was yeah. fine. You well, know? especially with, like, everyone buying houses now. Right. We need, like, someone struggling. Valley crew. Oh, my God, I want to kill myself. It's so <laughs> noxious. Okay. Um, great. What's next? What do we got? Let's do OC. Let's do OC, please. What a joy it was. So what's interesting is I feel like this particular episode has gotten very mixed reactions. Yes. Some people have been like, I hated this episode. Like, they're all screeching and da-da-da-da-da. Well, I mean, I feel like it was like, I mean, it was a healthy dose of like, you know, like, Vicky, Tamara, Shannon doing their usual shit. So I'm sure people yeah. are just like, oh, yeah, I'm over that, that I don't care for. Yeah, but like, look at it in context. Like in general, like start to finish, it was like a pretty like rollicking good time, I think. It felt, last week, not this week's Dallas, but the week prior's Dallas felt like two hours long. This OC episode felt like it was 20 minutes. Correct. Like I needed more. I want more. a part two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, um, but we're going to go on the train. Okay, wait. So just to review, yeah. just because I haven't really been watching oh, sure, this sure, season. Sure. So Vicky started a rumor that Kelly had a train run on her. Okay, that's the narrative. Or Kelly liked to have trains run on her. That's the narrative um, Tamara would like you to believe. Got it. Vicky was at dinner with Tamara, Bronwyn, <laughs> um, Shannon, like maybe like Gina or Emily. Mm-hmm. And like I, know, like, I know something. Like, I know, I, I know, like... Kelly doesn't want me to say, but like, I know something. And Tamara's like, what do you mean the train? <laughs> and like, <laughs> since then it's getting pinned on Vicky. Okay. Granted, she shouldn't be saying, I know something. I know something. Correct. Yeah. But what the person who says it on camera is the culprit is the person who spilled the beans. Yeah. Correct. Cause if something's not on camera, like Vicky was leading obviously, but like whoever says it, says it. Yeah. Said it. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, so like, besides Vicky saying that Kelly does coke, the the bigger thing was that she has done a train. <laughs> also, or like, pulled a train. Like, the way or... that they, the way that they like, word it is so funny. Like, they were like, she's, she, she likes having a train. She's been, she having has, a train. She's I was been like, on what? a train. <laughs> she's been on a train. I was like, what are we talking about? Then I was like, oh, I think the correct 
I guess, term is like running a train. That's always Maybe. How, yeah, that's, a train? I don't know. I don't know. I, we should look at Urban Dictionary, but I've always heard it as running mm. a train or getting a train okay. run on. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> run, run over I can't my believe train. I'm just like putting this on record. Yeah, anyway. Um, but anyway, so point being, it's Shannon's birthday. So at this point, we're taking we're, a train from. We're running a train to San Diego. To San Diego ish, to Del Mar. Like this train ride they're on is probably like 25 minutes. Yeah. Like if they're going from Orange County to Del Mar, that's like 25 minutes on a train. But they got on that Amtrak. I mean, you're a California queen. I'm this a California could be queen. like six hours for all I know. Correct. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, anyway. Um, okay, where did we start? Let's see. So, it, this is in honor of Shannon and her birthday. Shannon's and turning Shannon's 55. Gonna, she's going to finally have like a happy birthday. She's going to have a great birthday. Because we've had montages of her having miserable family birthday dinners. That sad dinner with David and, yeah, and the girls. And the kids, yeah. Locke. And David went and like slept with some other woman that same night. Yes. Right? Oh, pig. Oh my God. Pig. Okay. So before we get on the train, Tamara tells Vicky why Gina is pissed with Emily. And this is just set up the whole aspect of like. Like, why are you talk- like, Gina being, like, why talking? Like, why are you talking about, about this? Yeah. Everyone's talking about why Gina's upset, except Gina won't talk about it with Emily. And this is this is from the previous episode where yes. Emily tries to set up Gina with her cousins. With Shane's cousin. Shane's cousin. Who stands Gina up, but also has a girlfriend. Stands Gina up because he has a broken toe. Yes. But also has a girlfriend. Yes, yes. Wild. <laughs> but yet we still... St- Dan Emily, I think. No, totally. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll get into All that. Right. So Emily rolls up and a legend is seated by herself. A legend? An icon? <laughs> our mother? Detective. Detective. Megan conductor. K- <laughs> Doctor. Dr. Megan Edmonds. King Edmonds. <laughs> Dr. Edmonds. We are house King Edmonds in here. Seriously. <laughs> she, she had the best train drag for sure. That... <laughs> That denim jumpsuit with what? that conductor hat, which she did not take off for the entire fucking episode. Yeah. She had that hat on the entire time with like a little handkerchief coming off. Oh, oh my, my God. God. All aboard. Uh, all aboard. <laughs> what a breath of fresh air that was. I would love for her to like stick around for a few more. Totally. Or why like, not? why don't you just like vacation with us? Yeah, totally. You don't have to be in the regular episodes. No, no. Just like whenever there's room for more, <laughs> just like bring in and Megan King Edmonds. Yeah. For sure. So while we're riding the train da- down or up? That would be down. Yes, <laughs> down. Down, yeah. down to San Diego. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, Kelly is opening up about her relationship with Dr. Brian. Right. Because she didn't hear from him for five hours. And, like, most of the women are at least feigning to be on her side. But I think it was, like, Gina or something who was, like, "Yeah, what's wrong with five hours? Well, yeah. I mean, Gina's clearly right. Yeah. 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 And remind me, how long have Kelly and Dr. Brian been hanging out? Like, five minutes. Got it. Yeah. And in real time, like, they have since broken up and she's now with a new man. Right. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what Kelly's working on in this episode. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're on the train. They're drinking a lot of tequila. Yeah. Per huge. We get to, I don't know if this is a bar or, or a restaurant. I think like appetizers are ordered. Okay. So they go to Poseidon. Oh, you're familiar. Be- it's like the beachside bar in Del Mar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the first place they went. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love this Californian Calif- perspective. Okay. So yeah. Del Mar, like 
I've spent like a little bit of Delmar is like where they go is like Delmar is like this kind of kind of like ritzy beachside community like just north of San Diego. And I guess Shannon says it's where she used to hang out and like flirt with the lifeguards and all that. But is it is it like for elders like a Boca um, Raton? I'd say, I'd say it's for like a Palm Beach. Wealth, uh, it's it's not like as showy as Palm Beach. Okay. It kind of presents itself as like chill California surfer town, but there's okay. a lot of fucking money there. So anyway, mm. um, my like my parents' vacation there a little bit mm. last year, so I've spent like some time there, and they're going sure. back again next year. So like I know Del Mar. Mm. Um, but yeah, they go to Poseidon, and like they have seemingly what is dinner number one? Maybe I, that's what I couldn't wrap my head around. Like, are we like nibbling on something? Because we we essentially get up. G- <laughs> Go in a vehicle. I can't remember what kind of vehicle. If it's a tr- if we're running another train, right? And like, go sit down again somewhere else, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I think maybe the well, because I think Shannon says she's like we're gonna go to Poseidon for drinks. Okay. And then Emily says at the end of that, she's like, I'm so fucking hungry. So maybe it was just like <laughs> some people ate, and like maybe it was just like an extended drinks thing. But okay. Anyway, but so while we're there, what was funny was like Emily is seated across from Megan King Edmonds. Mm. Two people who don't know each other. Nope. Like, why is Megan King Edmonds not with, like, Shannon or something? Yeah, what was that all about? Like, I wonder what, like, the seating of that was. Maybe they were just drunk and didn't plan it, or... And something else I want to point out. I think there were two friends of Shannon there. Yes. The camera could not avoid them more. Correct. Like, we would only catch it, like, I... I would love to know, like, the magic of it. Like, how do they... How are these two women there all day? And, like, not a word... Nothing. Not a peep. interjects to anything. Well, like, yeah, you you get kind of a glimpse of them when they're on the train. Like, (laughs) two of them were, like, seated behind two of the actual housewives. And they're just kind of like... And then, yeah, you, you get kind of, like, quick little glimpses of them. When we're at Poseidon, are they at a separate table by themselves? I think it's just really good camera work. It I think they're probably... Like, it felt like we were at an eight-person table, and I could not find... They the, put them that. at the kids' table or something. <laughs> <laughs> These poor women, These like, they thought... Women. They probably, like, went, like, bought outfits for their filming day. Correct. Like, this was going to be their big day. Their, their big break. Yeah, totally. Um, anyway, we'd love to know more about those women, but I guess we'll never know. No. So, um, so, anyway, we're at Poseidon. Yes. Tequila, tequila, tequila. Everyone's get. I mean, everyone's sauced at this point, but just piling on. Yeah. Piling on Emily, Emily, Emily. Emily, Emily, Emily. To the point where she can't take it anymore. Well, they're all talking about her, but like not including her in the conversation because she's across from Megan King Edmonds. <laughs> Correct. She was exiled <laughs> to the other end of the table. Um, so she storms off the, the bathroom. Off to the bathroom. Um, and then wait, with who, Megan King Edmonds in tow. With Megan, Megan was like, "I'm gonna fix this." <laughs> She's like, "I don't know shit about this, but I'm gonna fix this." All aboard! All aboard! Choo choo! <laughs> um, so anyway, Megan King Edmonds goes in there. Does Tamara go in there at some point too? I can't remember. I took notes on this, but it was like kind of wild. It's um, hard to like keep. Tra- I think Kelly might have gone in there. Maybe Kelly. Maybe went in. Tamara. Yeah, and then there were also whoever, like whoever walks in, like Emily, like. Snaps at them, like, ready to, like, yeah, attack yeah. that person. Um, and then finally... Gina comes Gina in. Gina comes in. <sighs> I love... Gina was in kind of, like, Muppet drag, which yes. I loved. Yeah, that kind it of, like, was, fuzzy blue. It like, was high camp. High camp. High drag Muppet 
Couture. Yeah, Muppet. <laughs> chic. Gina can do no wrong. I literally wrote, <laughs> I have multiple notes in here that says Gina's doing great. <laughs> okay. The fight is happening in the bathroom between Gina and Emily, and it cuts to commercial. And Alex and I, like, stood up from, like, the couch and the chair and just, like, started applauding. Yeah. Yeah. I felt so electric. Totally. No, that was, like, this was the most kind of potent, I think, scene in this episode, you know? Because the rest was just, like, your usual, like, housewives, drunken, whatever. You know what I mean? But this was, like, this was the nut of the episode. But, okay, here's why this is working so much. This is an actual fight. Yeah. Like, they didn't, like, come into the season, like... We're going to fight. Like, this is our drama. Right. Like, this to me feels like... Right. Two friends fighting. I believe it. Yeah. And... Yeah. There's so many layers to it. Like, Emily loves Gina. I think so. Yeah. And, like, she doesn't love her husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's focusing on her relationship with her friend. Yeah. She's putting a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah. And her friend... Wants to be the cool girl. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's being accepted by the other cool girls. Right. So Emily's just, like... Being left in the dust. Left alone. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily... She's looking for something to, to grasp onto. And you, you may not have picked this up last season. We met Emily's mother, who famously just abandoned her. Wow. Like, I think there was, like, some shit going on in childhood, but then also, like, even in adulthood... Right. The mom, like, didn't speak to her for three years. Wow. Because I think she has, like, some sort of mental issues, like, so like she's... doesn't want to leave the house, like, yeah. like cuts up newspapers or something, like, something crazy. Yikes. So she's got some abandonment yes. issues. So she's being abandoned by Gina. By Gina, who she thought was, like, her ride or die. Yeah. And she should have been a ride or die because they, right. they join at the same time. Totally. They're, like, Sisters. they're contemporaries in terms of, like, age to some degree. Right. Right. Wow. Emily is just coming undone. Yeah. I love it. I, to- I bought it. Yeah. I bought it. I totally bought it. Then Gina finally comes into the bathroom. Emily loses her shit. Yeah. They don't make up then, really. No, not until the, the second dinner. The second dinner. <laughs> like, they're like screaming at each other in front of the restaurant, too. <laughs> well, yeah, they scream at each other in the bathroom. Gina goes back to the table and it's just like, I think oh Tamara joins us in front of the restaurant. Yeah, Tamara swoops, because Emily's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I gotta go. Oh, and Tamara's like, pep talk is like, don't don't you ever leave like yeah <laughs> that's the worst thing you could do shut up Tamara like Tamara I was this Aston Washington's live or is this my imagination like the gleam in her eye when other people I think this was on what like T- Tamara like whenever other people are fighting there's like a gleam in your eye yeah she and Tamara's gets, like, like no no yeah. But, like yeah no, she Tamara loves it. she loves it yeah but like she loves when other people are fighting and for her to like insert herself in the conversation somehow but but like not be not be actually like fighting. one of the agents in the fight yeah. yeah 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 totally she loves that so to kind of just like get in there and just kind of like stir it around a little bit and then just dip out well because yeah. she knows that that's what she needs to do in order to be like on necessary the show. for the show yeah because like Tamara's done everything she can possibly do on the show right like yeah. the shit she was pulling this episode I'm just like I've seen this so and we'll get into it, yeah, but like with yeah. the Trace Amigas and all that. But yeah. Yeah. So this was her way to just make her, I mean, insert herself in a situation and make herself relevant. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, before we go to the second restaurant, I think at the first <laughs> restaurant, uh, Bronwyn invites all the ladies to, to Rowan's fashion show. For her leotards? For leotards <laughs> that 
Lady of Luck. Adeline. It's going to model in. It's going to model because she's a model. She doesn't like to do sports like the other Bador children. This is for OC Fashion Week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gigi Hadid announced her retirement. Rowan? What's no. Rowan's last name? No, no, no. Oh, Rowan's no. the designer. Yeah, Excuse yeah, me. yes, yes. She's not the model. <laughs> okay, it's so Adeline. Mark Jacobs announced his retirement. Yeah, yeah. Rowan's coming in. And then Gigi announced. Gigi retired. Adeline Bador is coming Adeline in. Adeline Bador is coming in to show these girls what's what. With a signature walk, a signature stomp. Yep. That the world has never seen before. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, we'll get into it, but like next week's episode. Of, like, Shannon coaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, like, Teresa coaching mm. Gia, Danielle coaching Christine <laughs> from season... Anyway. Um, but anyway, yes. Bronwyn's, like, come to this fashion show, setting us up for our next episode. Yes. Um, just to... Just sidebar, and I yeah. think you guys have talked about this in previous episodes. This is this was my first intro to Bronwyn. Mm. This is kind of my first, like, yeah. interaction with her. Yeah. Too much. Like... I just feel like it's so, for first, this is her first season, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a little too forced for a debut season. I, I see, know. I see what you're saying. However, we had a mid-season trailer, like, just a few weeks ago. Okay. And she is coming undone. Like, Good. she's getting a, uh, uh, you're a drunk storyline. Oh. She's getting. Okay. Next week, you saw the preview, like, her attacking... Her family? Audience, no, she's attacking audience members who were rude to Dr. Deb, who you met for the first time. Dr. Deb's her burning man... Mother. mother. That was a lot to take in. I was not quite ready for but that. Yeah, James, like, is she dressed up, like, for well, this all, fashion I was like, event? I was like, who is, that, who is that woman? And you were like, that's Bronwyn's mother. And yeah. I was like... Oh, is that like a look for the fashion show? And they were like, no, she's just living a Burning Man lifestyle. And I was yeah. like, oh, she's like a burner. That is wild to me. But anyway, uh, so you're saying she'll she'll deliver. I think we, we there's more to come with her. I don't know. She just like, I wrote down in my notes. I was like, there was some note just like, I'll give a blowjob for a handbag. And I'm like, I, I can't. Oh, that was that her? That was her. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I get it. Like, fine. So yeah, no, like... It like I'm I'm a little on the fence in terms of like yeah like these f- pretending to act horny things is a little tired but then like it crossed we we went further yeah and like no I mean as long as she she, she and Tamara were f- full on like making love during this episode one hundred percent yeah no and like it's I guess it's it's unfair to assess her based on like this one episode. Yeah. I need to zoom out and like watch the sure, full season sure, sure, just sure. to kind of like, you know, give but, her a grade. But, but like I was turned off at first by like the antics. Right. But then when it crossed, like crossed into like them laying down boobs out. Right. I was like, Oh, like she's this going is, in. this yeah. is, this is wild. <laughs> she does seem like pretty fearless. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? For like a first season half, she's like, I don't give a shit. I'll do it. You know? Yeah. Um, okay, sorry. But meanwhile, Off track. little Shannon just wants a kiss. Shannon just wants a kiss. She's like storming around Poseidon, blowing her whistle. No That's one right. wants to kiss her. <laughs> Nobody wants to kiss her. So they go 
to second dinner, which second is at dinner. Sab- Sabika or something. Oh my god, you have done your homework. Wow. Oh no, they just they just met. They just said, oh. <laughs> I did look on the map. I was just like, where are these places in relation are to each other? Are they far? No, they're like right down the street from okay, each other. Okay. But they piled into their little, you know, sprinter van or whatever. Sure. And just toot toot, beep beep, choo choo, rolled into Sabika. Yeah. Which is, seemed like a relatively normal restaurant, but they came in like a fucking wrecking ball. Yeah. Like, and like, it was funny, the bystanders seemed to be like a little annoyed at first, but then they weren't leaving. Like they were just taking in the show. But they cheered at the end. Yeah. It was like dinner and theater. Totally. Yeah. At first, like, you know, the edits were making it seem like, oh my God, who are these insane women? But I'm like, please, like... Towards the end, I feel like they they warmed up to these women. Yeah, and they also put them at this like long table. And yeah, like surrounded by other diners. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, that's a bold move. Well, but. the other diners they couldn't even get like a two sided seat. Like it was almost like they were just facing them. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It was like on its way. Mm-hmm. Like watch these women act out. Uh, Tamara falling, and then the other Amina. That was a Pratt fall. Falling onto like. Like, her falling was one thing, but the other two, like, oh, like, oh, oh like, God. I'm falling too. Like, that. Just, like. That's so corny. Like, Tamara, I mean, I, I, I rewound and watched Tamara do it, and I was uh, like, that was so fucking just, like, oh, my God. Like, come on, Tamara. But even worse, the other two pretending to fall. I yeah, thought. just like, oh, my God, your vagina's in my face. I'm like, I have been hearing these women <laughs> squawking like this for the past, like, three seasons, you know? Yeah. And it's just like not, I don't know. I've seen it all from the three of them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like not. There's nothing new there. There's nothing new there. Yeah. It's not, it's not like it's not entertaining. It's just not, there's nothing to it anymore. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know. I did like the ju- juxtaposition of Bronwyn and Tamara making out next to Emily and Gina fighting with yes. each other. <laughs> yes. That was like an interesting split screen. Yeah. Totally. Um. Uh, so yeah, Bronwyn and Tamara have a little thing going on for each other, which they keep addressing. Yeah. And like, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, Gina and Emily decide to get into it. Yeah. At the table. And I, I feel like they finally resolved it. I think it was, it was very much like a, okay, enough moment, you know? Yeah. Also, I don't know if you noticed this, but like as they were resolving it, their faces were so close to each other. They were ready to make up. They were just like in it. They were in it. It was so great. Um, So they make up, right? It seems like. I mean, they're stars. Stars, yeah. And we haven't really talked much about Kelly this episode, but like she was a delight. Kelly was great. She was having fun. I, I, Kelly's so much fun. I've always been a Kelly stan. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I can't say I've like known every single little like. Sure. You know, journey she's been on. Journey she's been on over the past couple of years, but like in general, I'm a Kelly stan. I feel like she's always yeah raised the bar and like kept things interesting. Mm-hmm. But she was she was having a great time. She was having a great time. So we go to the club around the uh, like part around of the this corner? restaurant, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I wrote down in my notes. It reminded like them going into that like kind of empty bar reminded me of like us rolling into Wave Bar in Provincetown. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, lights going. just Like, like stomping in too early. Yeah, stomping in way too early. But getting like the party a little started. little too lit, but getting the party started. Yeah. Like, literally bringing the party. Yeah. It seemed like that was happening. This was probably, like, a Tuesday night or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they roll into the bar, ready to boogie. Shannon finds a man. Marcos. That she makes out with. And it was funny. I wasn't expecting the edit of, like, her looking back on it fondly. Right. But that's what we got. Yeah. 
Uh, Tamara and Bronwyn continue their lovemaking into the club. Yep. Tamara's Dancing. Tit. Tamara's tit comes out. Tits tit, are out. Kelly's tit was out. <laughs> like her like jean, her white jean dress. It was just always like one tit out. <laughs> and I was like, you better, Kelly. Come on. Um, Vicky's getting upset because Bronwyn's dancing like she's 12. <laughs> like she kept sticking to the line that she's dancing like, like she's dancing like she's 12. Is this how 12 year olds dance? <laughs> Like not the right, like not the right way to like clock her. I, I know. That, you know? <laughs> uh, so Vicky de- demands to leave, and then like it kind of just ends in a blurry mess. Yeah, I mean, what else happens? I mean, I think they all just like everyone leave. just kind of like leaves. It was one of those nights where like everyone yeah. just kind of like ghosts each other and like yeah. Wonder how they got home. T- I don't. Tamara and Bronwyn just woke up there the next morning, probably. <laughs> Tamara and Bronwyn slept in that booth. Tit uh, <laughs> out. Tit out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I wonder how the girls got home. I don't know. We only really catch up with Kelly the next morning talking to Dr. Brian. Kelly's having like a hot red wine at 10 a.m. I <laughs> loved it. It was a steaming red wine. <laughs> a steamy hot red with Dr. Dr. Brian. Was yeah, that his name? Yeah. yeah. But the whole episode, they kept making it seem like he's breaking up with her. But then yeah. he was just like, as part of it, like people keep saying we are going to break up and like they just like use the wrong right. Right. clip or whatever. But the... The dramatic part that he brings up is like, oh, you are spoiling Jolie. Like, yeah. private planes, $10,000 camp trips. But then it cuts to that, like, rewind to them, like, serving food at the homeless shelter, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't I, know how I feel about that. It's I like, mean, he, like, I feel like he is giving parenting advice a little early on for a relationship. Does he have kids? I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. But like parenting advice to this woman he's dating for the child that's not his. You Correct. Know? To a woman that he won't call back. Yeah. Yeah. For five hours. For five hours. I mean, unacceptable. Yeah. That was like, that was like an interesting button on that episode. I was kind of just like, yeah. I'm, it felt I'm, so like out of place from the rest of the episode. Yeah. It felt, I don't know. I feel like they could have either just ended it with them having a great night. Like I didn't feel like I needed to close the loop on Kelly's. Yeah. Storyline, like, in that episode, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe they just, like, didn't know where else to put that. So, OC. OC. I mean, they've had, like, a bunch of rough years, and, like, this season has been spectacular. This was fun. It was a fun episode. And, like, I live for just, like, a housewives bender. You know what I mean? Just, (laughs) like, episodes where they're blacked out and acting out. Like, I thought it was great. I had a great time. So So much fun. Yeah. Okay, Dallas. Dallas. So, Dallas, you have seen, like, only here and there. Like... Like, you know the names. I know the names. I know the faces. You know a few faces. I've watched, like, literally just, like, cherry-picked episodes from maybe season one. I feel like season two and three, which you said were great. Yeah. I did not really see much of. Sure. So this was kind of my first dip back into Dallas. Um, Not amazing. um, No. No. Kind of, like, uninspired. I don't know. I just... And again, not knowing like the full context of the arguments and the storylines this season, but I was just kind of like, the energy seemed flat the whole episode. I don't know. None of these women were really inspiring me. But anyway, let's get into it. So Brandy's with her kids. Brooklyn and Brinkley. Teaching them the family business, which is cheerleading. Cheer. Yeah. Well, she was a a Dallas cheerleader. Yeah. And she'll, she'll tell you. 
Which was interesting that I did find endearing her storyline of being like, we learned a few uh, episodes ago, like, I grew up in a trailer. Yeah. She couldn't afford cheerleading classes she or She said, like, private lessons. Or yeah. So she taught herself how to do it. She said she taught herself. I wrote this down. (laughs) Wait, I have to pull this up. She said something like, um, I taught myself cheerleading by throwing myself down a hill. (laughs) That's the only way, baby. I was like, at a girl, just like tossing herself down a hill. Yeah. Landing on her feet. So that's pretty much that. I mean, she's like one, the elder daughter. Yeah. She and Brandy have been having like. Squabbles. Mother daughter squabbles. Sure. How old were those kids? I couldn't even clock it. Like I, nine and seven? Probably. Ten and eight? Something like that? Maybe. I think like the older one could be double dig. Sure. Yeah. But they're learning learning the ropes. They're learning the trade. Future <laughs> Cowboys cheerleaders, Brooklyn and Brinkley. Yeah. It was a cute scene. I mean, it was... Not fine. Yeah, whatever. fine. Yeah. All right. Cameron and Steph meeting up for coffee. <laughs> the scene was something else. Yeah. For you to drop in on this... Um, so remind me, like, what was the nut of this argument like why is cameron pissed at stephanie so back on their trip to mexico brandy like said like curse to cameron's face like something like fucking something oh yeah and and cameron was cameron threw a napkin in brandy's face and called her trash and then brandy threw a napkin back yeah yeah Right? Something so like that. Steph sympathizes more with Brandy, but went after Cameron in Mexico because she thought Cameron was more upset. Because she'll like try to put out whatever seems to be the biggest fire. Got it. Despite like what she thinks is right or wrong. Sure. Okay. But like Cameron has this narrative of like uh, Steph will always be on Brandy's side and okay. blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. what she did wasn't right. And I mean, the conversation, like, it's see, the problem with Cameron is like, you, there, you can't, there's no logical, no, like, journey you could go on to her side of a fight. Correct. Yeah. I just, like, wasn't following it. I was just like, what's the issue? Why are you so upset? Yeah. And I feel like Steph was, like, holding her own, just kind of like, I don't know. It was well. She was trying to explain to like Cameron why calling Brandy trash will set her off, right, and make her feel bad, right, right. And, like Cameron wasn't really picking that up so much, right. Um, and then Cameron's like, "Oh, we've been getting along." And then Stephanie says something how their friendship's not that deep. Ooh. Oh, and yes, yeah. Cameron's like, "We've gone to the gym together." <laughs> <laughs> Best of friends. Um, so they agreed to move forward. Whatever. Whatever. I mean, that was fine. Uh, Stephanie fills Brandy in as to what happened with Cameron. Um, and they discuss all of Leanne's wedding festivities. Okay. You guys might have covered this in a previous episode, but yes. I need to know what is a couple's shower? Well, okay. So what's funny is Leanne discussed like how down in Dallas or Texas, like everyone has like... Multiple wedding events. 12 events for their wedding. Right. Leanne is having all her events in like a four-week time period because cameras only picked up three weeks ago. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So so she's (laughs) squeezing in all these like theoretical Dallas events. Sure, yeah, yeah. The first one was a lingerie shower. 
which was just a, like a bridal shower and everyone gives her like sexy laundry. I think yeah. so. And, and they're like dressing up like Moulin Rouge or something. Okay. This one that we're present for is a bachelorette right. shower. But in the invite that you might have like caught that Carrie showed later on the text, it was like a girls and gays bachelorette, sh- bachelorette. shit show. Yeah. yeah. With drag queens too. Yeah, they just kept representing, like, they did that, those, like, kind of quick cuts where they're like, what did you get invited to? What did you get yeah, invited yeah. to? And a couple of them said couple yeah, showers. Yeah, so that's, like, what is that's, that? what, that's what's next week. Oh, got it. Okay. So I think... I'll have to tune in. I think that'll be, like, men and women are invited. Okay. So this would be her third shower. Next week will be the third one. Got a couple it. shower. On top but, of the Bachelorette. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm with You're you. there? I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, great. Not that this makes any sense to me. Right, right. Um, but Leanne stomps in with her hand fillers. We need to talk about the hand fillers. I screamed. I mean, you love a treatment. You I love, love a, a procedure. I love a procedure. And let me tell you something. I don't love my hands. Like, I've had, like, wrinkly man hands since I was, like, in third grade. Oh, yours, yours are better than mine. Mine are truly, like, like an no, elder. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? Like, on your knuckles and, like... I just feel like I've had seemingly old skin. I've had, like, old hands since birth. Oh, mine's not so much the skin. Mine's, like, my veins are, like, ready to jump out of my sure. hand. Sure. I, yeah, I got a little bit of that going on. Yeah. <laughs> For those who can't see us right now, we're just comparing yeah, our comparing hands right hands. now. comparing hands. But I screamed. You want to pump like, them up? I would 100%. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> like I'm going tomorrow for a consultation. Like you're Mickey Mouse. Like, 100, like I want Mickey Mouse. You're going to bring in a picture of Mickey and say like, give me these like, hands. pump it up. <laughs> Fill her up. Fill it regular. As we say in Jersey, because we don't pump our gas. Oh um, my God. So I screamed. I was like, you better fucking fill those hands, Leon. Like, beautiful, youthful Oh my hands. god, so those hands look 12. They those were dancing like, like they were 12. Those hands look 12, 100%. <laughs> um, so yeah, Leanne, do it. Why not? Okay. Um, we had we had uh, Leanne's friend from, from the first season, Tiffany Hendra, back on the scene. She okay. didn't really have a speaking role this episode. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know if I noticed <laughs> that. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but Carrie Duber's back. Mm. Carrie 1.0. So not... Carrie's been replaced by Carrie. Yes. Carrie with a C replaced by Carrie with a K. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, but Carrie with a C wastes no time. Like runs over to Stephanie. Like what's going on? Okay, great. Runs over to Cameron. Tell me what's going on. Right. Oh, you don't seem to be okay. Ooh. Just like stirring it all back up again. Totally. Great. Totally. Like she should not have been demoted. I don't know what. Like maybe in my mind, I feel like she wanted more money. Like. More money. Maybe or it was something. like a negotiations thing. But I don't real like I can't picture her wanting more money because like of all of them, I like I think Steph is the most well off, and then like Carrie second. Okay. Carrie one point oh. Carrie one point oh. Yeah. 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 Um, um. So we have a we have a little mini drag show. Yeah. Looks fun. Sure. Yeah. I, I wish it was like a an Alyssa Edwards coming in. Yeah, like a true Texas queen. Give us yeah. a Dallas queen. Give us Alyssa Edwards. Yeah. Give us or, A-list. Give us Drag like, Race. Ha- anyone from the House of Edwards. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> they seemed fun. And uh, I wrote Cameron is anti-drag. Oh, Wasn't yeah. she saying, like, drag queens give me, like, the heebie-jeebies, like, <laughs> Jeepers Creepers or something? I, I thought she was, was happy was a, a drag queen instead of a stripper. Oh. 
like a male stripper not feeling cameron so i just like was no i think what i wanted to hear but no i think you're right i think she got the she would have had the heebie-jeebies from a man a man not in drag oh so she was happy it was a drag queen yeah i think so okay i could be wrong all right she can stay um so yeah drag show fun you know everyone's wearing glow sticks around their necks it was like (laughs) You know. Carrie decided, Carrie 2.0 decided now is the time to confront Leanne at her event as to why Leanne, no, as to why Deandra was not invited. To the Bachelorette. To the um, Bachelorette shower. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, excuse me, Bachelorette shower. <laughs> yes, perfect time to, to bring this up. Yeah. Yes. So this sets Leanne off yes. of course <laughs> doesn't, doesn't take much well but. i th- actually i think the conversation started with like oh like harry was like oh like i love coming to these events am i invited to your wedding oh yeah where leanne <laughs> says oh you must be one of the people whose inv- invitation got lost i never knew this but like 30 percent of the u.s postal service mail is lost every day 30 <laughs> percent of the mail is lost every day Every day. I don't know if you knew that. It's like amazing. Queen community. It's amazing. Like people, despite that figure, like still decide to like use the postal service f- for anything. <laughs> 30% is lost. Wow. Like they, people, people still will send their wedding invites through the postal service knowing right. full well. Knowing maybe, full. <laughs> maybe that's why like when, when you're planning a wedding, like you, you invite more people. Right. Because 30% you know will that 30% be will just never get their invites. Wow. You guys should just use like a messenger service for your invites. Pigeons. <laughs> That'd be chic. <laughs> um, so anyway, little known fact, 30% lost in the mail. Yeah. Um, good, good move, Leanne. Um, so, so they get into the whole Deandra of it all. Mm-hmm. And like Leanne says, oh, like Rich hasn't forgiven Deandra. So like, why should I invite her to these events? Right. Quick cut to Rich saying, like, I forgive her and you should too. Rich is the one with the iPad? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rich is Deandra's... No, Leanne, Leanne's fiance. Leanne's fiance. Got yeah. it. What's wrong with his eye? Um, unknown, but like, yeah. the, the eye patch is a staple at this Got point. It. Okay, cool. Yeah. Love it. Um, great. So they work that out. Or they don't work that they out. They don't work that out. <laughs> well, no, Leanne like ends it with, you go over there and stand in the, in the vasectomy line. And I run, everyone's like, wait, Leanne, what? what does that mean? And she's like, I don't know, but I thought it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> and then she runs over to the, uh, Tiffany Hendra, who did not visit the speaking role, and hugs her and says, um, I didn't want to have to, like, have, like, I didn't want everyone having to worship that that cow at my bachelorette oh yeah like that fat cow or something yikes harsh harsh (laughs) my god she said what she said so from the bachelorette shower to the spooky house (laughs) this house of horrors that they just decided to go to as like i mean i do love a seasonal tie-in it's kind of like how on the food network like they film like right america's halloween Spookiest cupcakes. cupcakes in June. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's very clearly what they were doing here. Yeah. But Brandy is a medium? Uh, Her grandmother sat on the end of her bed, 
smoking a cigarette. And I think might have told her not to smoke cigarettes. I, unclear. Yeah. But, uh, but she's always been in touch with the She's been connected world. to the spiritual world. Yeah. Queen. Um, so they go to this house of horrors, um, which is just like a house. That you can rent you can for the day? go to. It's just like in a random neighborhood, right? What was weird is like, they seem to be, they, they like get possession of the house from this woman who says, oh, we bought it for an investment property and it's haunted, blah, blah, blah. But then like we can rent she, it. And she wanders off. She just kind of like spirits away. <laughs> and then another woman who's hired, who has nothing to do with the house. Well, she was supposed to be like the media. Like guides the, them. Yeah. Yeah. Like the spirit guide. Yeah. Gives them pendants. Pendants. Yeah. And one of them's like, oh, is this going to protect us? And she was like, oh, it, um, it can do that. But, but also answer yes or no questions. <laughs> like she's just yes. Anding them. Just like pulling <laughs> shit out of her ass. So. They do a little tour. They go upstairs to the kids' room. We play with the kids. We play with the kids. We hold out the pendants. They start to shake, maybe. Carrie wants to fuck a ghost. Carrie asks if there's, like, any sexual <laughs> nature to the interactions with the ghosts. Um, I get it. Um, it. Yeah. Then they roll the ball. And the ball The ball comes, comes back. back. And Leanne famously says... This is anti-Christian. <laughs> it's anti-Christian. And it's a ball. It rolls. Um... Yeah, I mean, it was like... Oh, so Carrie gets her one-on-one session with the medium. Correct. And the medium's like, um, you had a rough childhood, but you have overcome it. Like, mm-hmm. you could say that to every person. Yeah, <laughs> every many, person. many people. Yeah. Um, so she, so Carrie comes back and is like, oh, yeah, like, we talked about, like, my rough, my rough childhood. Right. And they, like, start talking about, like, how her parents got divorced when she was one and they were both alcoholics and like the mom kidnapped her to Mexico. Right. Wild. And yeah. like she was taking her to clubs at like 13 or 14. Right. And then I was like, Oh wow. Well, yeah. Well, what? I was going, to, I was going to clubs. When did you start having sex? And Carrie's like, uh, like when I was 19, she's like, well, well I was 13. <laughs> that was just like such a classic, stupid one upper moment. Where you're just like, what the but fuck? That's all Leanne does yeah. is like, yeah. No one's trauma is as bad as Leanne's trauma. No, yeah, Leanne's had it the worst, for sure. Yeah. Which, <laughs> Leanne, Sick. we want to support you through your trauma, but like, right. she was talking about hers, like, she wasn't asking for like a go around. It's like everyone's. Correct, correct. Yeah, Carrie had the floor. Yeah. Wild. Wild. But um, then that fight like changes into then. Leanne saying, oh, you weren't invited to my bachelorette party. And Carrie's like, here's the text from your wedding planner <laughs> <laughs> with, like, the the Photoshop image, like, girls and gays bachelorette party. Right. And she's right. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then Deandra and Leanne are fighting. But, like, I, like this fight has now been going on for two seasons. Right. So, at this point, I really can't even tell you no, 100%. what yeah. we're doing at this yeah. point. Yeah. So, I'm, like, disappointed that you are touching down on Dallas, like, during a low point. It's okay. I mean, for them, I believe you when you say that. I guess I see potential in some of these girls, but like yeah. this episode, it just—I don't know—not much really happened, and They're I don't not, know. It was—it felt very low stakes to me. Most you know? most of the women on this cast are not good arguing their point. So yeah. when there is conflict, like you're not really rooting for anyone or even understanding what's going on so yeah. much. Yeah. And does it ever get that, like, bombastic? Like, I can't imagine these women, like, really 
going wild. You know? uh, it does to some degree, but then like even like even while it is like you're not sure. It's like tempered. A what's going bit. on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I'm like, if you tell me what seasons to watch, I will watch them. But like yeah. this, it didn't inspire me to. Yeah. You know, deep dive this season at least. All right, before we get to the freak of the week and the one true queen, Brendan wants to give us an update. Last week, uh, he was in the midst of re- reaching out to Kim and D. They were in heavy and. DM conversations at that point. Yeah, no, they were they were in touch. Yeah, and they finally spoke by phone. Oh my god! So let's check in to see what he had to say. I can't wait. Let's do it. Hey everyone, it's Brendan calling in for my absence. I apologize for my absence, but this fall work has been very busy for me, much busier than normal, and um, I just take a couple days because I'm actively working on something until probably. Um, at least two o'clock in the morning tonight. So I, I wanted to take a moment at Dan's request to tell you all about um, my phone call with um, one Kimberly D, a.k.a. Kim D, a.k.a. the purveyor of goods at Posh, um, also known as, um, what did Tracy say? Piece of shit, co-core, home-wrecking... I forget what the E stands for, but I'm sure Dan um, and James know. Anyways, so I think I said on the um, on the phone, on the phone, I almost said the call last week, on the podcast last week, that I had been DMing trying to get um, a calendar from Posh, um, which we spoke of last week. So I DMed, and Kim D herself got back to me and told me to call her the next day, which I did. It was last Friday. Um, she then followed up Friday morning and said that she was in the, um, in the store and that I could call anytime. That was about 11. I didn't end up calling until probably like three o'clock in the afternoon. And when you call posh, Kim D picks up. It's not a, like a receptionist. It's not like a salesperson. It is Kim D herself. And she was happy when I asked, um, to order a calendar to say, oh, this is Kim D, by the way. She has a really surprisingly good, I would say good uh, and nice um, uh, phone manner, actually. I was expecting to be very scared, but she really she really was happy that I was calling for one of these calendars. Um, and I still haven't gotten my calendar, I will say, um, because when she was taking my address down, I think she may have accidentally listed my street name wrong um, by a, and said a different number. So I don't know if I'll ever get it. But um, she did ask me if I wanted it signed. She said she was signed it right there. And I think she actually signed it with that when I was on the phone. And she asked if it was for me if it, or if it was a gift. And I said it was for me. Um, she then took my cell phone number, uh, and said, in case any issues come about, um, there haven't been any issues. She hasn't texted me, unfortunately, because I wish I could text her and say I never received the package, but, um, it was really a pleasure speaking with her, uh, Kim D forever. I hope she makes an appearance on the next season of Real Houses, New Jersey. Um, clink, clink. Wow, Brendan. Wow. Thank you for giving us that Kimberly D... That was great. I'm jealous. I wish I had voice to voice with Kim D. I mean, it sounds like you very easily can by just calling Posh. It sounds like it. And she will answer the phone. She's working the phones. With good phone manner. 
It's um the E is every day. Yes, the Just E FYI. is every day. Piece of shit. Cocor, a homewrecker, every day. You may not know everything about every franchise, but you know Jersey. I do know Jersey, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I'm wow. jealous. Thank you, Brendan. Thank you, Brendan. Great let us, dispatch from the field. Let us get to the freak of the week. And <laughs> this week it is one Lu- Countess Luann Deliceps of Countess and Friends. Correct. Yeah. So I brought this to your attention, James. You did. There is... A poster for an upcoming event, November 30th at the Wellmont. Um, not sure what state that is. It's in Montclair. Montclair, Montclair, New Jersey. Oh my God. Shout out Montclair. This is a shout out to Montclair. Okay. So there's quotes from various publications. Vanity Fair says, a perfect <laughs> evening. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Paper Magazine. Uh, captivating. Profound. What's the other word? Sublime. Sublime. Okay. Yeah. Sublime. Um, New York Times, inspiring. Inspiring, one word. So, dot, well, inspiring ellipses. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> this is making the rounds on Twitter today. Anna Peel at Banana Peel with an E at the end tweeted, "I was surprised when the generous review from New York Times quoted on Luann Countess Luann's cabaret poster. So I looked, and quote unquote from New York Times." Tickets to the first performance of Counts and Friends went on sale on December 10th and quickly sold out, inspiring Ms. Deliceps to have a second date. <laughs> so they took the inspiring Ms. Deliceps at a second date as the pull quote. Correct. They pulled Countess inspiring, and that was the quote. Wow. <laughs> Their minds. I mean, Countess is so bold. She's so bold. Yeah. She's not scared. <laughs> She's not scared. Like, <laughs> she could just, like, pull random words and form a sentence together. You know what? If she wanted to. They said what they said, you know? I know. They should have reconsidered every single word in there. Correct. Listen. Um, also, this poster. Do you think that's her or the venue that did that? Um, well, this this photo. like, that's from. This is, like, a signature photo. This is, like, it. special for this event. Well, I was going to ask, is that photo from... Money Can't Buy You Class? I don't think so. Is that so. that era? I don't think so. I think this might have been... It might have been shot for this... It's like a promo shot for... Yeah, Countess for and this Friends. whole Countess and Friends event. Got yeah. it. And you guys have seen Countess and Friends? No. Um, we've given it thought, but the tickets are like They're wild. They're ridiculous, right? It's like in the 200s, I want to say. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sis. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so God freak. bless. Yeah. That's... that's yeah. That was a bold move right there, but um, our our queen. <laughs> this we is, this, is, this is an interesting queen. We were very close to giving it to Kylie Jenner for the hit song "Rise and Shine." Beautiful, but granted, that is only three words. How many notes? I'm not like a music person. A few. That's notes? three words, three notes. Three Although notes. she does kind oh, of, run. she does like a little like riffy, like yeah. she kind of drops at the end. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande has already covered it. She's already covered it. She's going to sample it on an upcoming track. We have Rise and Shine uh, remixes out there. That's right. Yeah. On the Kylie Jenner shop, there is official Rise and Shine merch. Correct. Yeah. She's not wasting any time. She is not the richest Kardashian Jenner. For no reason. Exactly. That's right. However, a queen has risen. (laughs) A queen shining even brighter than Kylie Jenner. Here we go. Uh, This clip came to my attention 
last night of one Ms. Juicy from, I want to say from Little Women Atlanta, but like from the internet, because I've never actually seen (laughs) an episode of Little Women Atlanta. However, she is constantly in my heart and mind. Um, She frequents Rick Smiley's radio show, which Portia Mm -hmm. is a co-host of. Okay. I think Eva's been filling in occasionally as well. Okay. Maybe both of them are on sometimes. Uh-huh. Either way, Ms. Juicy, frequent guest, frequently uh, covers songs. Yep. This past <laughs> week, she covered Billy Eilish. Bad guy. Bad guy. Guys. And killed it. She gave it life. She that, murdered it. That the song desperately needed. Correct. Uh,. I've never heard the lyrics so clearly before in my life. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it, it unlocked the song in a way that yeah. I didn't know was possible. Let me play a little bit right now. Yeah, yeah, Go for it. So you a tough guy, like you really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy. Chase always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Make seduce your dad type. Cause I'm a bad guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, and like this is the version for me i've listened to it 25 times today at this point um can't get enough it's it's pretty epic i want a studio version no like let's <laughs> get juicy in the studio get juicy in the studio lay down the track i i mean while i while i appreciated like the radio co-host cheering her on and like yeah. amping it up. Like I do man. want I do want just her and the vocal and the beat Correct. without distractions. Yeah. She should uh, yeah, she should do a straight cover or Billy should get her on the remix. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my Can god. Can you imagine? A queen. A queen. Ms. Juicy. Ms. Juicy. Um one true queen. Juicy Jimbo, thank you for filling in this week thank you for having me um what a pleasure i hope i did you proud yeah it was good to be back thanks yeah, for having me it was fun i know it's been so long i know i know um can people find you online <laughs> are you online i'm on instagram oh you uh, are instagram yeah you don't post though i don't really post much yeah. but i'm like always creeping on people's stories and stuff but sure. james vidge v-i-g-g on instagram mm, nice and you occasionally pipe up in the facebook group right yeah i do love the beautiful Facebook community. If you're not, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not in the Facebook community. Wow. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, and I think that's about it. I'm not really yeah, anywhere else it. on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can, James has done this. You can go to comethroughqueen.com slash store, get some merch. Get that merch. Um, you can follow me at IDKIDK. You can give us a call at 717-47-FREAK or email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. And you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Heart share, retweet. Love me, love me, please retweet. I'll see you next week. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. White shirt, not red, my bloody nose sleeping. You're on your tippy toes creeping around like no one. No, think you're so criminal.
Bruises on both my knees for you. Don't say thank you or please. I do what I want when I am wanting to. My soul, so cynical. So you're a tough guy, like it really rough guy. You just can't get enough guy. Chest always so puffed guy. I'm that bad type. Make your mama sad type. Make your girlfriend mad type. Make seduce your dad type. Cause I'm a bad Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.